0: Welcome to this week's episode of Mum Talk. So I'm not quite sure how this is gonna go, so I'm just gonna <laughs> warn you first off. Um I have baby feeding um, and I'm not quite sure if she is actually really hungry because she's doing this thing at the moment. I don't know if anyone else is experiencing this. If you are experiencing this, then please, please give me your advice because I'm not entirely sure what to do. Um, but she has just got really lazy with her latch, so she'll kind of, she'll want feeding, but she'll just kind of play around with my boob. And then she will latch on, but she'll just kind of work her way down my nipple and then try and take in more boob. And then she has this clicky thing that happens, which I know is a really shallow latch. And some people say it's slowing down your letdown. Um, but some people say that it's, uh, yeah, bad latch. And then that's why she's getting air in, when it clicks, she's sucking in air as well. So I don't quite know, um, what to do, but I've tried to go back to the old kind of, well, the original way of breastfeeding arm along the spine, tummy to mummy, hold it with, hold the back of the head, um, or the back of the neck with your, um, thumb and first finger. Tried to do all of that to encourage her to go back to taking a big old mouthful of boob, but it doesn't seem to work. She kind of takes it and then doesn't doesn't latch on she just kind of lets it sit in her mouth and then just sucks away but I can just easily pull my boob out so it may well be that I have to just stop and press pause and then start this podcast um and just try and get her to latch back on again for the moment we're doing okay um but yeah just in case that happens um I will I'll let you know it's happening anyway so, I hope you're all doing really well this week. I am really sorry, this is once again being recorded on a Friday. I don't know where time goes, as I say in every single podcast since I've had Amandine. Um But I... I'm sorry, she just came off my boob, which is why I got slightly distracted. Um, but I'm not going to make Friday podcasting a thing. It's going to go back to Wednesday, I hope or it'll just be a weekly podcast and it'll come out on whatever day of the week that it can come out on. Um, but at the moment, as I said last week, I'm just kind of winging it and see what happens. On podcast day this week on Wednesday, daddy was off. Um, so we went up to Croyd because there was some surf and we went for a beautiful long walk and I just didn't want to have the pressure. Of recording the podcast and it wouldn't have been a good podcast if I was feeling pressure for you guys anyway so I'd much rather sit down when I actually have something to talk about and something to share with you especially because I haven't managed to get a guest on it's just been really um, a bit overwhelming this week she's been going through a leap so I think I mentioned this last week that I was thinking that she was starting this leap um, and she's definitely been going through this leap this week she has been super clingy wanting feeding all the time. Um, Everything that they say on the Wonder Weeks app, she has been. And I literally didn't realise she could feed as much as she's been feeding this week. Um, She's been really hard to settle. But the beautiful things about this leap is she is so much, so fascinated with everything around, especially light coming in and contrasts and mirrors and... um, well not colours but kind of shadows on walls and things and it's it's yeah really been amazing to watch you'll suddenly see her kind of catch a glimpse of something and just follow it round. and when you say her name she starts to look at you rather than kind of look past you so it's been really beautiful those stages of the leaps but the slightly challenging things have been she's been really really clingy I have been out a couple of days so on um when was it Was it Tuesday? I can't... Uh, perhaps? Yeah, Tuesday I went... Met up with the girls and we all went with our babies on a beautiful walk. We went to Torquay and I never realised Torquay could be so beautiful. But we went to the coastline and walked along, um, the beach and then walked along the coast path. I can't remember what it's called where we went to but it's where there's the lookout point and then you can see, like, a couple of rocky islands. Really pretty. Um... And she, I wore her literally all day and she was just as content as she has ever been. Plus I think um, Sophia's apartment was really, really, really warm and our house is quite cold. So I think she enjoyed being super warm. (laughs) Um. So when she's on me, she's fine. And on the beach also exactly the same. She was on me and I can get away without feeding for about three hours when she's on me because she just sleeps. (laughs) And she's just really, really happy. You can probably hear her having a little, a little saying hello. Um, So yeah, when she's on me, she's fine. But then when she's off me, they kind of say at this point, babies have awake periods of 45 minutes. I mean, on Monday, we had a nightmare of a day. She just did not, she, I don't think she slept from about, let's see, 10 until maybe seven in the evening I don't think she closed her eyes I mean it was ridiculous it was absolutely ridiculous but anyway we got through it and then Tuesday and Wednesday I had a bit of a break even though she was on me I had a bit of a break and then uh yesterday yesterday was okay in the morning because again I was wearing her. we were out doing jobs we went to Tesco's we went to Ikea um, went to curries and she was just kind of on me the whole time, so it was okay. But then when we got home, she was so demanding, feeding non-stop. It was like cluster feeding all over again, feeding non-stop. Um, Daddy couldn't even settle her. And then today, again, as so long as she's on me, then we're fine. So definitely get a wrap. If you're pregnant, and you are wondering if you should get a wrap or a baby carrier. I 100% recommend it. So I have two wraps. I have a Fornesi wrap, which is absolutely beautiful. Um, it's F O R N E S S I. There is a YouTube video um, with both the with the wrap and the carrier that I have on my YouTube channel, showing you kind of how to wrap and stuff. And I also have the Ergo Baby Aura Wrap, um, which is beautiful. So the Fornesi one that I have is a a bright coral colour, which I love. I absolutely adore, but my husband can't get away with wearing it. So I got the Ergo Baby Aura Wrap as well, which is like a grey and white striped one. Um, And they're both absolutely lovely. Wash really well and... Uh, yeah, they're great. She loves being in them, so I would highly recommend it. Um, so the other thing we've been looking at this week and been kind of testing out is homeopathy. So is a home, uh has used uh, homeopathy. God, I can never say it. I can never ever say it, so I'm going to stop trying, um, since he was a baby. So I contacted Helios Homeopathy, um, which is in London and Tunbridge Wells as well. And I... I have. I asked them to send me some bits. So these were bits that we were recommended by Hendrix's mum, who has always used um, homeopathy, and also recommended by a mum of my friend. Friend uh, by by a mum of my friends. Oh my god, a friend of my mum's, <laughs> um, who is a homeopath. And this is for kind of wind and tummy cramps um, and being unsettled so I thought I might as well tell you kind of what we've been recommended but what I would highly recommend if you are looking at homeopathy for your baby is Cool Helios because they are they basically will ask you tons of questions about what your baby looks like um, as in when they have tummy issues what are they doing to overcome them themselves like for instance Amondine hugs her knees into her chest or kicks her legs violently so, um, and then they will prescribe you individually what you need, but we're using Magnesia Phosphate, Lycopodium, Diosorea, Colosynth, um, and then we've also got the ABC, uh, blend, I guess it's a blend, um, which I think is Helios's own, which is Aconite belladonna, and chamomila, which apparently is really good for teething and quite um, challenging pain. So if her wind gets really, really bad, I give her that. They are the tiniest, tiniest granules. So they're not like, um, you may have taken, oh, what's it called? Uh, Arnica. I, when you're pregnant, if you are pregnant, maybe you're taking Arnica or perhaps after birth, you've been taking Arnica. I took tons of Arnica, um, homeopathy, granules when I had given birth I literally took about five every 30 minutes and I do think it helped I do think it helped um, but these granules I thought they were going to be the same size as adult granules but they're not they are teeny 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 tiny and I was really worried about her choking but I mean they are so tiny it's just it's not going to happen so we just literally tipped them into her mouth um, and maybe four or five uh, every kind of half an hour when she has um, a gripey tummy, and we'll see if it works. I am very new to homeopathy, and I'm obviously doing this because of Hendrik and Hendrik's mum. And um, I'll be really interested to see if it works. So, if anyone else has used homeopathy with their babies, I'd be really keen to hear about any success that you've had or anything else that you'd recommend that we looked into using. Um, because i'd like to kind of create a bit of a uh, toolkit of homeopathy bits and pieces um so yeah let me let me know if you've if you've used it um so that's what we've been trying out this week um and yeah we'll see what happens we'll see what happens but our schedule has gone so i know i've been talking about my schedules in these podcasts and i've been getting really good feedback that you really like hearing about how our week differs um so what's been different this week is last week we had we got into a really good routine of feeding at eleven thirty or 11 getting to sleep around midnight and then feeding again at three, feeding again at six, and then six o'clock, she's pretty much done. She doesn't really want to go back to sleep. I might get another half an hour before she wakes up again. This week we've we seem to have kind of gone into a bit of an odd routine, so she'll go into her sleepy head downstairs, which has absolutely been brilliant. I have to say, kind of all of the uncertainty around sleepy heads when i was looking at them i was a bit nervous and how to use them and but how we've been using ours is we have been having it downstairs with us in the early evening um so i'll get her into her pj's like i discussed last week on the podcast around kind of half past 6 and then i will feed her and then i'll try to have her snuggled up in her sleepy head by dinner time that doesn't really work. She's normally in her baby Bjorn bouncer around dinner time. And then what happened last night, for instance, is we bounced her to sleep. And then I transferred her into her sleepy head and it all worked really nicely and really well. And she was snuggled up in her sleepy head, perfectly content and cozy. Um, and then she had one more feed. So I think she fed about half past eight until maybe half past nine. And then I put her in her sleepy head and she was out like a light until two o'clock so this has happened twice now and or well three times now the first time I didn't go to bed and I thoroughly regretted it because I was literally waiting for her to wake up so I didn't go to bed until kind of midnight and then I was like this is ridiculous I'm gonna go to sleep and then she woke up at one um and then the last couple of nights I have gone to sleep so last night yeah she went down at about half past nine ten o'clock And then, well, half past nine, I think she was asleep by in the sleepy head. And then I went to bed probably at 10 o'clock. So I carried her upstairs in her sleepy head, just put her on the bed with me. And I went straight to sleep and she woke up at two. I mean, I think she stirred at one, stroked her head, and then she went back to sleep until two. So that is amazing. Absolutely amazing. And then to be fed from two until three. And then she went back to sleep. She went back to sleep until kind of 5 to 6, so 5.55-ish. No, 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 4.55, sorry. 4.55, because it was quite early. Um, And then unfortunately, I fed her straight away, because she'd kind of made a few noises in the nether regions, um, and I thought, okay, maybe if I feed her, there'll be a number two at the end of this feed, so... I didn't want to change her nappy and then have to change it again, but that was a big mistake and I won't do it again because I cha- I fed her, went to change her nappy and she would not settle, which is what she, she, you know, she wouldn't settle in the early days when I did that and now she won't settle when I do that either. Quite understandably, you know, she gets maybe a bit cold when I change her nappy or she just gets, you know, out of her nice little milk um, sleepiness that I've put her into when feeding her, so... Uh, last night she then didn't go down until half past six so we were basically feeding from five until half past six and burping and then changing nappy and then feeding her again to try and get her to go to sleep and then burping her because she took on loads of wind because her latch was rubbish and then um so it was a bit of a a bit of a circle really um that we went around in a few times last night but then when she did go to sleep at half past six slept all the way through until 9 o'clock and I woke up at 9 o'clock and I couldn't believe it. I honestly thought it was like 8 or 8.30, which could be, you know, occasional, we get to that. But no, 9 o'clock. So I fed her again at 9 and then I put her back down again in her snooze pod and she slept probably, well, she let me shower, so she slept until probably quarter to ten. So I took a shower and got up, tidied the nursery... Because um, things just get shoved everywhere, and yeah, it was a really good night. So, I feel I felt quite teary for the last couple of days. I felt really teary just because I think the lack of sleep is really, really starting to catch up with me. And I feel I have felt a little bit broken. Um, and kind of come six o'clock in the evening, I just feel like I'm struggling. Um, and this has been the first time, really, for me um, that. Well, at all. Well, yeah, completely. In this pregnancy, it's been the first time that I've really felt like I'm struggling. So it's been great to have a good night's sleep, <laughs> where I've had quite a few hours of undisturbed sleep. I was speaking to my girlfriends when we went on our walk on Tuesday, which I'm going to come back to because there's a really funny story on that walk. And um, and I was chatting to my girlfriends about you know, when they change their nappies. And the problem that we have with Amandine is that when she does a number two, you can't necessarily hear it. So occasionally, like when we had the Pumageddon all over the car park, car park, oh my God, I literally cannot get my words out today. (laughs) The carpet, um, that was very explosive. So sometimes they'll be really explosive and you can hear them and there's lots of gas that comes out with the poop but sometimes it is really silent silent and violent and then all of a sudden you will hear a, you will smell um her nappy now obviously in the middle of the night i i don't know my smell senses aren't up there ready to smell her nappy um so i can't necessarily tell if she's done a poo so when she does um wake up for a feed i always always change her but my girlfriends don't and if it's just a wee then they won't change them in the middle of the night so I don't know whether to start doing that, but I do run the risk of uh, potentially having done a poo and I don't know about it. Although if she has done a poo, it's normally kind of a really tiny one and I don't know how much damage that will do to the skin if that is left overnight. Um, But I'll play around with it, I'll see what happens and maybe I'll just have to take like a teeny little peek or something if I can get into her sleep suit or yeah I'll figure it out but I'll let you know how I go but if anyone has um I'd be interested to know if there are any mums out there who don't change the nappies overnight um only if they've done a poo and how the skin is and if they find that they're more uh, if they have more nappy rash um because I'm using biodegradable nappies um which have less of the uh oh what's it called kind of substances in the nappies that are harsh on the skin they're not as absorbent as kind of pampers are so I do find that you know when I finally change her nappy in the middle of the night it is pretty you know she's done maybe two wees perhaps and I don't think it would take that many more so I don't want to end up having her having to change all of her clothes as well anyway I'm mumbling now so I'm going to move on um I thought it would be really interesting to, whilst I'm on the whole sleep thing, just to chat to you about what I have found really useful for sleep. Um, I've had quite a few people, I think a few times I've posted on my Instagram about the Moki bassinet basket thingy-me-bob on the stand and I did respond to a few of you but I don't think I've responded to all of you who asked how I've been getting on with that bassinet basket. So... I thought I might as well just come on here and say um and I'm, I went on my Instagram as well but what's so great about the Moki bassinet is that it's felt so it's super soft so she does have this reflex I actually think I've spoken about this on here already so I apologize if I'm repeating myself um but it's really soft so when she has that reflex and her arms throw out to the side and she hits the side it doesn't hurt so she, sleep, she goes down in it so, so well. We have Little Green Sheep Company um, sheets, which are all organic cotton, and they're super soft, and she loves those. They're hypoallergenic, so they're great on her skin, and she has those in her cot, in her snooze pod, in her mokey basket, she has them everywhere, um, and I absolutely adore them. They're brilliant. They're great to wash, um, and they make it just a really nice soft soft experience for her and also I have the Little Green Sheep um mattress protectors as well underneath and they're not kind of when you roll on them they don't crackle they're not that horrible kind of waterproofy sheet. They are lovely they just feel like a thick cotton underlay. Um so I highly recommend having a look at Little Green Sheep Company and just going to check out their sheets and their mattress protectors. We have them on everything and I also bought them for the Um, for my pram as well because, um, yeah, just to protect the mattress. So I highly recommend the Moki basket. It's brilliant. It's great. The bassinet, it's also, you can unzip it and you can travel with it if you want to. I've taken it down to my mum's for her to sleep in at my mum's and I took the stand as well because it just folds up really um, thin. It's quite long, but it's thin. So it went in the car and I've only got a mini um, just behind the back seat, and she loved it. And and I think it really does help when you take things from home into new environments. When I go to Cornwall next week to go and stay with my friend Annie for a few days, I'm going to take it as well, because then she's got something that smells like home in a new environment, and hopefully she will sleep um, nice and easily. We actually have the Moki basket downstairs, so we use it downstairs in the daytime um, for naps as well. So it has her smell on it, and Um, yeah she loves it and I highly recommend it the other thing we have upstairs is the snooze pod 3 so we've got the snooze pod 3 and oh my gosh it's brilliant so I don't know if you've listened to earlier podcasts when I was really struggling to get her to sleep in it but now she adores it she has no problem whatsoever going in it she literally just rolls off my boob, I burp her a little and then she just goes straight in there and she loves it So what I found helped massively was you can prop it up. So for colicky babies, she hasn't got colic, but for colicky babies, you can just prop it up a little. So there's like a wooden slat that comes with the Snooze Pod 3 and you place it underneath on one end um, and you can screw, so you screw it in to fix it so it's safe. And um, it just makes it on a slight tilt. It's nothing crazy, but it's on a slight tilt. And the minute I did that, She slept in it like a baby and she loves it. So sometimes she goes in there in her grow bag. Sometimes she goes, well, not a grow bag. She's not big enough yet, but it's like a grow company. um, What is it? It's like a a swaddle thing. Um, No, it's not. It's a grow company cozy, I think. Yeah. Um, And other times she'll go in there with blankets, cellular blankets, but the side drops down it's right up against my bed I've attached it with um they they provide straps you can attach it to your bed with straps so you don't have to worry about pushing it away and then her falling down in between the crack again I've got the green sheep company sheets on a mattress protector on that which she adores and then we have the grow company um Ollie Ollie the owl we call him Ollie but he's Ollie the owl on the end for white noise so occasionally in the middle of the night if i can't get her to settle i will use ollie the owl and just put on um either the rain white noise or the white white noise sound and put it on the sleep sensor setting and then she will if she stops crying it'll go off and then when she starts kind of moaning and groaning again then it'll come back on and she'll settle really quickly um So I would highly, highly recommend any white noisemaker. But the Grow Company, Ollie the Owl, is brilliant. Un the Dream Sheets, also brilliant. And My Hummy is also fantastic. So any one of those uh, I can highly recommend. Um, But the Snooze Pod is brilliant. Sometimes I warm it up with a little hot water bottle. That's what I use as a bit of a trick um and then she will go in it a bit easier kind of straight after she's come out of her sleepy head because the sleepy head gets really warm and really cozy um and she loves being wrapped up in her sleepy head so sometimes I think that if she then transitions into her snooze pod she might feel like oh I've got loads more space and it's really cold so if I warm it up with a hot water bottle then it feels a bit more like the sleepy head I think <laughs> so yeah she loves it we actually cover our sleepy head with a muslin just because the cover is so lovely and it doesn't look that easy to put back on. I'm sure it is easy, but I have I cover it with a muslin and then it's easy and then if she's got any dribble it just goes onto the muslin. We have these huge muslins. I've got a couple from Etta Loves and I have some from Aidan and Ennis or A is that how you say it? I never I never know um and then I have some from Little Blue Nest which are gorgeous and they are by far the softest Little Blue Nest actually Etta loves are very soft because I think they've got bamboo in um but Little Blue Nest are also really really lovely I will try and remember all of these links and I'll put them in but I've mentioned all of this stuff in earlier podcasts especially the Sleep Essentials podcast I think most of this stuff is there all the links so you can click through um in those show notes But, um, yeah, I would highly recommend the snooze pod. I would highly recommend the bassinet. The only thing about the Moki bassinet is if you're going to have it next to your bed, what's great about it, I'll say the good thing first, is the stand on, on my bed, for instance. My bed's quite high, so when you lie it next to your bed, you can look down into the Moses basket, into the bassinet, so you can see down into it. Because what I was worried about with it was if your bed's quite low... You'll roll over and you'll just see felt, and you won't be able. You have to sit up, wake yourself up, sit up to then see down into um, the basket to check on baby. That's what's so great about the snooze pod is the side drops down, and even if you don't drop the side down, the and you want to push it away from the bed as they start to transition to their cot. There's a mesh side panel, so on one side, so you can see through and, um, yeah check or see that your baby's okay we've still been using well i use a night light um for feeding but we've got shutters on our windows so i leave half the shutter open and use the the natural light from outside to um come inside and just i can then see kind of a shadow of the baby but i don't know it just gives me reassurance i wouldn't be able to see if she was actually breathing or not but it just gives me reassurance that she's still there i guess (laughs) But come the kind of 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock feed, whenever we end up feeding, I'll then shut the blind, uh, the shutter. don't know why, but just because it's almost morning, I have more confidence that everything's going to be okay. And And then that blocks out all of the natural light as the sun comes up because she definitely does wake up as the sun comes up. She'll then go back to sleep in the natural light, but if the natural light kind of starts to wake her up, then, yeah, when the natural light comes on, it starts to wake her up. So, yeah, for sleep, definitely recommend all of those. Um, We didn't change any of the mattresses. We used the mattresses that came with all of those bits and pieces. Um, And she loves them. She absolutely loves them. The great thing also about the Sleepy Head is it's obviously super transportable. So you can take it wherever wherever you want to go with it. Um, I took it down to my mum's because, again, then when we... Um, when we're sitting on the sofa and we're just kind of relaxing in the evening, it's really easy to just put her down because what I found is it's quite tricky to go from having her on your chest all of the evening, um and then transitioning her into her bed straight away sometimes that sleepyhead moment is quite nice to go from you the warmth of you then go to the warmth of the and the coziness of the sleepy head and then maybe go to your snooze pod or your moses basket or something like that um it is brilliant i think it's absolutely brilliant Oh and actually you know what else we use the sleepy head for? Is tummy time. So the sleepy head kind of has those foam rolls round the side. Um and it's great for tummy time. So you kind of use that to put them, help them prop themselves up, or she'll will put her on the flat section of the sleepy head and then she'll kind of wriggle herself up those um Uh, foamy sections and then lift her head up it's so cute but we'll do tummy time on that because it's a bit softer and it's just easy for her to wriggle around and we also know that she's safe if she rolls over she won't kind of roll over with a big a big kind of puff or you know you know what I mean so yeah tummy time is also great um on the sleepy head so would recommend it for that as well Okay, so that's sleep and that's the bit that I've recommended. If you were listening to last week's podcast and the podcast before, book recommendations, I have just put them on my Instagram feed now. I've saved them under Mum Talk as well. So you can see... um, Yes, hello. So you can see the books that I read. It was um, What to Expect When Expecting, Mum's Mumsician, and also... um, What did I also read? Happy birthing book, I think it's called. Happy, happy birth, the happy birth book. It was very good, very, very good. Um, It is on my Instagram. Okay, so I'm going to tell you about this really funny thing that happened when we went to the beach um, with the girls on Tuesday. So there there are four of us. We've all, all got babies within a couple of weeks of each other. It's really lovely and (laughs) we went to Sophia's house we arrived there about 11 o'clock I was half an hour late um she when we tend to go out I try and feed her just before I go we had a 45 minute drive to Torquay so I wanted to make sure that she wasn't going to grizzle because she was hungry so I fed her just before we left but she obviously wanted more than I thought she needed and didn't want to pull her off the boob so anyway we arrived half an hour late at 11 o'clock and we I don't think we left Sophia's house until maybe half past one because we just we were trying to get our babies to align so we could walk chat catch up without having to stop and feed kind of every half an hour so we eventually managed to get them all fed all burped all nappy changed um by like 1.30 (laughs) we We were trying to get out straight away, so poor Sophia was like, "Here are some snacks let's eat snacks <laughs> um so we did all of that, and then, and I was obviously freaking out when I was changing amandine's nappy that she was going to projectile poop everywhere across sophia's flat um but she didn't thank goodness, but I was really, really worried about that um and then we finally got out of the house and went for a walk and we yeah, went and we stopped and got some food first because I realised that I hadn't eaten breakfast. So we had some very healthy sweet potato fries and we all had those and we continued walking as we were eating. Um, and then we got to the kind of lookout point without any issues. All the babies were sleeping, having a lovely time. It was fine. And then on our way back, I think Kate had to, Katie had to feed um so we all stopped we all sat down katie fed and then katie was basically almost finished and then amandine needed feeding amandine was almost nearly finished and then ollie needed feeding (laughs) and then katie had to change ted's nappy and oh it was so funny and in the end i think i don't know if juni fed or not if sophia's little one fed or not i can't remember um but oh it was so funny in the end we were stopped on this bench by the side of the road for an hour whilst we got these babies back on track and it was a beautiful view I mean we were looking out at the sea it was absolutely gorgeous um but it was really really funny to try and get everyone back kind of together so we could walk back together so I didn't get home until about five thirty, and we were meant to have our second cranial um, osteopathy appointment at 4 but thankfully Rosie had to cancel because she wasn't very well uh, but we never would have made it anyway <laughs> so I'm quite grateful that that was cancelled um, so if you are planning on going out with uh, your friends maybe chat to them first about when you're going to feed them so, we can, so you can kind of align yourselves before you even arrive I might attempt to do that um, when we when we do, when we, um, oh my goodness, I can't find my words, when I next go for a walk. So the other eventful thing that we had happen was on our way back from the beach on Wednesday with Hendrik, um, we were in the car, I'd, I'd already changed her nappies, her nappy in the car, but I didn't have a huge amount of room because we had all of Hendrik's surfing stuff in the back and I guess maybe I was just being a little bit uh, lazy, but I changed her on my lap which was risky but nothing happened so it was fine but they clearly didn't do a very good job of putting the nappy on so on the drive home so it's an hour and, four, hour and a half to Croydon from where we are um I at the very beginning of the journey I hear her do a poop And I said to Hendrik, I was like, I don't think we can leave her sitting in that for the rest of the journey, which is about an hour and 15 minutes. We're going to have to stop. So we pulled over. Luckily on that road, there's lots of places to pull over. So we pulled over and I realise that in her car seat, she is sitting in a whole load of wee all the way up her back, all over the car seat, And she's pooped as well. So anyway, hence why she would not settle. She normally goes straight to sleep in the car seat, but she would not settle. So finally, um, I took her out of her car seat, changed her nappy, which was everywhere. Obviously required a full change of clothes. She'd gone through absolutely everything. So with Hendrix's help, we put all the clothes into a bag. We put the nappy into a bag. We managed to change her nappy. I mean, it was the biggest poo I think she's ever done. And bear in mind, I'm still using cotton wool and water. I still haven't made the transition over to my cheeky wipes. I need to do that. I absolutely need to do that when we go out. I'm going out tomorrow, so I'm going to make tomorrow the day that I transition over to my cheeky wipes. Um, So when you go out with cotton wool and water, I'm using bottled water that I just drink myself, tip it onto the cotton wool. So we were almost out of water. We'd taken three bottles. And because Hendrik had surfed, I'd walked for two hours. We'd drunk quite a lot so the last drips of the water just managed enough um to wipe her bottom clean and then put on a new nappy put on a new change of clothes thankfully i'd taken a baby grow and then put a plastic um put one of her nappy changing bags uh, sorry one of her diaper bags nappy bags over a we're using eco by natty biodegradable ones by the way um put the, that over the car seat and then put a muslin over that and then put her, her put her down on that so her wee didn't soak through into her new clothes. It's now dried out and I'm wondering whether to wash it or not. I probably do need to wash it. It doesn't smell or anything. It wasn't a huge amount of wee. But, um, yeah, I will probably wash that today seeing as it's pouring with rain outside and we're definitely not going anywhere today. Um, so that was... That was a challenge, yeah, that was a definite, definite challenge on the way back, but it was fine, um, it was fine. (laughs) Um, so that's all I really have to report this week, next week I'm really hoping to have a guest on, like I mentioned, um, and you can probably hear Amandine stirring right now, so I am gonna go and see to her, and (laughs) what are you doing, Amandine, what are you doing, are you having a wriggle? we're having to find new feeding positions because as she's growing the feeding positions that we've been using just she's almost she's either too long to get the right kind of neck length for my boob or um yeah so it's quite interesting to see as she grows what's going to work best for her so if anyone has any good nappy uh, good nappy good feeding positions for a windy baby, so I like to keep her quite upright, then I would really, really love to hear, um, really, really love to hear about your positions. Oh, she wants more boob. She wants more boob. Do you want more boob? Do you want more boob? Yeah, see, she just plays around with my boob in her mouth. She doesn't actually take it. (laughs) Um, so I will leave you there once again. I'm really sorry. It's been a bit of a blah, blah podcast, but, you know me I'm trying my best and I like to just check in with you guys and I really appreciate all of your support and all of your advice that comes through on my Instagram so please do continue to reach out some of you have sent me the most lovely emails and I promise you I will email back I have so much to catch up on so many reviews so many things that you guys are asking for and that I need to do and I need to also respond to your emails. So I'm sorry it's taken me so long to do that, but I will, will do it, and it will be done soon. Um, She's just being a tad demanding this week. (laughs) But next week, um, perhaps in Cornwall, when Annie's having lots of lovely cuddles, I will have a moment to just um type some things out on my computer and get back to you all but please do reach out to me and i promise you i will come back to you eventually so you can reach out to me on mum talk podcast at gmail.com or through instagram um messaging and that's just emma jolin j-a-u-l-i-n if you come through to me on instagram i'm probably likely to come back to you faster than i will on email um just because I guess I'm on it a little bit more than I am on my emails but thank you so much for listening thank you for sticking with me through this transitional phase of the podcast um, I promise you it will become more informative um, and there will start to become some more helpful things on here and um, get some guests on here as well I will catch up with you next week and I hope you have a lovely week any questions just holler lots of love